Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today I'm exploring taking the should out of self-care. And um, it came to mind to talk about this because um, in my house at the moment, we are decluttering. If you could see the mess <laughs> to the side of me, it's one of those situations where I know it's going to get worse before it gets better. And at the moment, it's at the worst point because we're decluttering and getting rid of stuff. And also my daughter's about to go back to university. So there's piles of her stuff. There's like two layers of piles of stuff to the side of me here. Um, but luckily, I don't care. Um, and I know it's going to be sorted out in a, well, less than a week now. Um, but in the process of turfing stuff out of wardrobes and things, I came across my box of gratitude journals. They really do need to go. <laughs> It's quite a big thing to let go of them after writing in them for such a long time. So I can't remember when I started a gratitude journal or when I got the idea to do it. It was it was definitely when I was very into sort of positive psychology and, and I guess trying to change your thinking, trying to have better thinking seemed to be a thing to do. And gratitude journals was one of the things that I did Um even even before I got really into my self-development phase, I started a gratitude journal. So I can't remember exactly when I started it, but I suspect it was sometime in sort of 2014, maybe. I've been doing it about six years by the time I stopped, and I stopped in 2020. So, um, And I did it religiously. Like every night I um, got my gratitude journal. And I was a night gratitude journal writer. I know some people advocate doing it in the morning, but it was the night for me. So I would get my gratitude journal out every night and I would record the things that I was grateful for. And, and I'd, I'd picked up a few kind of tips from people about how to do a gratitude journal. So there's a right way to do it, folks, you know, not. Um, so I would do, I would try and make it different each night. So I'd look for different things to be grateful for. And I guess I noticed that I probably just became a little bit more aware of things to be grateful for in my day. And um, so I kept doing it and kept doing it. And then, as you as you know, if you've been listening to this for a while and then coming come to these sessions or listening to it, wherever you're listening to it, um, I in, at the start of January 2020, I was introduced to the understanding um, that I share to help people um, these days. The three principles or the inside out understanding or innate health, whatever you want to call it. People call it lots of different things. And I kind of remember the, the day um, when it suddenly stopped making sense to keep a gratitude journal. Um, I can't remember the exact day. I could probably find out, actually, because I could probably look at the last entry, couldn't I, in the gratitude journals. 
Um, the process we used to go through by this point, I brought Bruce into the fold with the gratitude journals and I had him doing it as well. So we would um, sit on the sofa together and we did two different types. So we did our personal gratitude journals where we wrote about things we were grateful for. But then we'd had a little wobble in our relationship and we'd started doing a mutual gratitude journal. So that was a journal we shared and one person wrote on one side and the other person wrote on the other side and then we read read each other's each evening. Um, and I remember we were just sat on the sofa doing going through that process and it had got to the stage by then, I think, of, of us feeling like we had to do it, um, that it was, that we were kind of clutching at keeping our well-being via this gratitude journal process um to the point where if we if we kind of miss the night we would sit and catch up you know do the catch-up process so the, I'm a bit like that anyway. I have things to be complete in boxes and I remember sitting there that one particular night and I, I just think I said why, why are we doing this why are we doing this? We're, we're kind of, I think it was probably one of those nights when we were a bit knackered and we could have just done with sitting up, putting our feet up and watching Emmerdale, quite frankly. Um, other soaps are available, but of course Emmerdale is the best one because it's from Yorkshire and my son's in it. Um, so it, we, we just looked at each other. I think we had a very short conversation where we just kind of said, no idea why we're still doing it. Why, why we're still doing this? No idea really. And we never did it again. We just stopped. So I don't do any kind of journaling anymore. Um, I do write because I write for social media and I write for my business. Um, but I don't specifically sit and write things in a journaling way. And I know gratitude journaling isn't the only kind of journaling there are other kinds of journaling too um and it, this isn't just about journaling this is about shoulds the shoulds of self-care because at one point I used to go into businesses and share a workshop called stress to success habits and it was um me telling people what they needed to do to be okay, basically. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Sorry to all those people who came to this session super stressed out. And I said, well, that is all the other things you need to do in order to not be stressed, <laughs> which is not just like ironic now in the sense of giving people more to do, people who are already quite busy and stressed, but also filling people's heads with more noise. Because that's what I see happening when we are, when anything looks like a should when it looks like we have to do something to be okay. Now, I'm not saying don't journal. I'm not saying don't keep a gratitude. I'm not saying don't meditate. I'm not saying don't do any of these things. I'm asking you to get in touch with why you're doing it. Like, maybe not why you're doing it, but just get in touch with the feeling that's already there inside you. And notice whether it still feels necessary. Like I really see now that your well-being, my well-being, everybody's well-being is that far away all the time. Like if I feel riled up right now, and, and, and trust me, a moment ago I was right a little bit riled up because me, <laughs> me and Bruce were having a little conversation about something that got a bit heated because he wasn't listening, um, apparently, according to me. Um, and then I just came down and I was calm to do this session. 
because I took a breath, felt my feet on the floor and turned up to do this. I haven't squashed any feelings down. I haven't not experienced. <laughs> I've just realized that my thinking was off and I've just regrouped and come into a different state of mind. That's how close it is all the time. And what I see about gratitude specifically is that that is our natural state. Like I find myself now more so ever than when I was keeping a gratitude journal, just really grateful all the time because, because when you're present, I think you're naturally grateful. When you're in this present moment, you notice things around you. And I definitely notice more things now. I notice, um, you know, I notice things, little things like I notice when a flower is growing through a bit of the pavement and determined, determinedly growing through, like little things like that. And I think, wow, isn't nature amazing? Like that capacity is always there. But what I see so much, and I, I hear this, I've had people message me to say, I, I feel terrible because I, I've, I've stopped journaling or I can't journal, I don't seem to have the time or the inclination even to do that. And because somebody somewhere has told them that that's the thing to do to feel okay, there is an immense amount of guilt. And I don't know what you think, but I don't think guilt is conducive to well-being I don't think that's how we roll really as human beings <laughs> again it's more noise in the system it's more wrongification it's more more like I'm supposed to be doing life a particular way but self-care and, and, and accessing our well-being is so much simpler than it than it seems to be when you look out into the world it looks complicated it isn't, it isn't so complicated. Your well-being is inside you all the time. It is not in a gratitude journal or any other kind of journal or any other kind of well-being activity that somebody's telling you you're supposed to do. It's not in a cold water swim. It's not in anything really. Now, if you love doing those things and they fill you with joy and you think you just enjoy them like fantastic but if you're in this space where you're just like oh, I've got to do this because if I don't I'm gonna be crazy or I'm not gonna be okay or I'm gonna be stressed if I don't do this thing that's the space I'm pointing to that's if it feels like a should to keep a journal or jump in cold water or meditate or whatever else it is you're doing. That's the time to bring a bit of curiosity. That's the time to get playful and experiment with maybe doing something different or maybe not doing anything at all. Like I don't do anything now of those tools and techniques and I don't meditate and I don't keep any journals and I've never felt better. The thing I don't do is think much about what I should be doing. <laughs> I think less and less about that really. So there's a space here um, for curiosity. There's a space for just noticing where you are coming from when you are 
doing those things you think you should be doing. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.